I'm going to call to order the Iowa City Senior Center Commission's meeting of Thursday, December 21st, 2023. It's 4.01 p.m. Um, we'll go ahead and get started. Everybody got the agenda a couple days ago. So the first agenda item is introductions and welcome. And we will actually do this since we have Sarah here so she knows who we are. <laughs> I will start and then we can go around. I'm Angela McConville. I'm the Senior Center Commission Chair this year and the last three years. Um, I am actually the county representative. So everybody else here is appointed by the city of Iowa City for, from the city of Iowa City. I actually live in Oxford, so I'm gonna pass it on. Hey, McKnight. Hello. Nice to have you aboard. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm commissioner. Have been since January, I think. I live here in Iowa City. Very good, nice to meet you. Hi. Warren Paris, and I'm uh, here in Iowa City and have been here several years so i look forward to contributing i don't think you i think these are wired so i, I think you can just yeah, talk right lying. into it just, yep okay. it's on uh i am i'm also looked in iowa city a long time I'm Sue Melliker. Um, I have been on the commission just for since February or March. This is my last meeting because my term ends June, December 31st. And uh, so, welcome. Hello. Hello. <laughs> well, I'm Sarah Cavan. I am the clinical director at the Iowa Care Community, which is formerly known as Iowa City Hospice and the VNA, who merged together. Oh. Um, yeah. So just, it? it's called Iowa Care Community. Oh. So. I try to explain that to everyone. <laughs> I'm Kristen Crumray. I'm the operations assistant here at the Senior Center. Thank you. Latasha Deloach. I'm the Senior Center Coordinator. Awesome. Thank you. So we'll just quickly move through item number two since there's no other people here to announce. Um, to minutes of October 19th, 2023 meeting. Um, I will entertain a motion to approve the minutes. So move. Second. Uh, motion to approve in a second. Um, does anybody have any comments or changes for the agenda before we go ahead and vote? No? Okay, so we'll get, if everybody, everybody who approves the minutes say aye. 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 Anybody who doesn't approve the minutes say nay. All right, minutes pass. We're gonna move to um, agenda item number three, public discussion for agendas, items not on the agenda. And like I said, there's nobody here, so we'll go ahead and move on. Um, Agenda item number four is the VNA presentation. Well, Iowa Care Community no. presentation. Sarah, <laughs> could you pull the microphone just a little bit closer to you? Otherwise, yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Good. I, I think yeah. so. Just as long as it kind of talk into it. Thank okay. you. Um, I did bring handouts of the slide that I pulled together. I don't know if you guys want them, but you can. Um, and so I'm here today just to share a little bit of an overview of the clinics that the nurses from the Visiting Nurses Association have been conducting here at the Senior Center specifically. Um, I just pulled together a little bit of data to do a little 2023 year in review. This is up through from January of 2023 to November 30th. 
and it shows here the three different clinics that we do here we do walk-in blood pressure clinics we were doing those three times a week we've recently reduced those to two times a week Mondays and Fridays we do foot clinics periodically and, and cholesterol clinics once a month we've had 10 cholesterol clinics 126 blood pressure clinics and 13 foot clinics uh, over 250 pushing 300 nursing hours have been provided and um, the patient seen at each clinic is listed there so we've been starting to analyze this data um, over the course of the past few months unfortunately the funding the grant funding that has historically supported this program is no longer available so we have been um, covering this with our operating budget since for, for several months now so we're evaluating how we can be as lean as possible but continue to offer this important service over the course of the last year our marketing team has um, partnered with the leadership here and did a little bit of cleanup of the clinic space and has some ideas for going to 20 going into 2024 for just aesthetics something they have some old historic pictures from the VNA that they're hoping that they could hang and just create a little make it a little bit even more inviting than it already is um, we're working hard to secure funding. We're sending grant applications left and right, and we just want to optimize our efficiency and nursing hours to the best of our abilities. So hopefully, we'll be able to continue to serve. Can I ask, I never understood exactly what, um, uh, I know you have clinics, but what, does that mean? Yeah, so the nurses spend time here. The blood pressure clinics are just walk-in, so anyone, they have scheduled hours here. Like I said, used to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, now it's Monday and Friday. I can't rattle off the hours specifically. They're floating around in my brain. But um, the nurses come station themselves here, and anybody that walks in and wants to have their blood pressure checked, they'll do that for you, and then they just track it that we've that we've seen you uh, cholesterol clinics once a month those do have a small fee um, and they poke your finger and draw your blood and check your cholesterol uh, and then foot clinics we host those here and several other locations um, around the area and so they'll help with nail care those sorts of things so we have two nurses we're adding a third nurse to that group that's going to be available to provide those services as well if you any diabetic patients i should disclaimer diabetic patients need a physician's order for provided to us in order to be able to care for your feet but mm -hmm. well, i have a question so is the grant funding lost only for these three items for the community clinic program in General. overall, okay. yes. Also our homemaking program that we provide homemaking services in the community. Hmm. We've lost that funding. And so when you say you've added another nurse, are those volunteers? They aren't, they aren't. Um, they are paid employees. Okay. Some of our, the, one of the nurses that does the clinics is starting to help out on the VNA side, and so we're trying to cross-train so that we have coverage for both programs, m more um, flexibility. So 
it's not that we'll add more nurses like together, just another person to the rotation, so we'll have better ability to cover. So the VNA hasn't lost their funding, just the community right. clinics. Right. Okay. Right. Thanks. Yep. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, the services you provide are only these three things? Um, under the community clinic portion of our program, the Visiting Nurses Association still also provides home health services, skilled nursing, physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, um, home, homemaking, and home health aides. That's a physician or, or LIP prescribed program that we charge your insurance for and generates revenue. So it's kind of a separate arm of our operation. Uh, so, uh, but uh, as far as uh, people in the senior center, they would uh, come to your clinic for only these three. Yeah, for these three things. I will mention though that our physical, one of our physical therapists, David, has recently partnered um, with the team here to offer balance mm -hmm. assessments um, with some new equipment that this team has been able to secure. So that's getting up and running. I'm not sure if he's done his first one yet, but it's gonna be twice a month. Mm -hmm. And so we are um, branching out into that work here as well. Are there other, other other services that you could think of or assessments or support that you you would like to see from a team of nurses here? Well, uh, uh, the skin cancer. Screening? Like? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I'll take that back. Yeah. So when did the merger between hospice and VNA happen? It was October. This will be year three of our merge. Um, well, I missed that memo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Iowa City Hospice, um, huh. our, we used to be on uh, Wade Street there by yeah. across from Hy-Vee. Uh, about a year into the merge, then we all moved into the same house together mm -hmm. uh, it, at the V&A building right by the Sycamore Mall. Um, so we've been working for the past couple years on merging policies and you know procedures where we can, where we are different, where our practices are different. We have to stay different, but um, it really was the purpose was for to gain efficiencies, to be able to share administrative mm -hmm. support, cut costs in those arenas. So, um, yeah, it's super interesting. I came in as a hospice nurse already after the merge had occurred and was like kind of just ushered into it. So for some of the team members, it was really weird, but. For me, it was just normal. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Any other questions about our programs or ideas for us? Anybody know anybody that has money that they want to give us? <laughs> <laughs> same girl, same. Right? Same. Same. Everybody's in the same boat. Well, thank you so much for coming and giving us an update. Well, thanks so much for yeah. inviting me. And yeah, don't hesitate to let us know if there's yeah, ideas or anything else we can do to help. Awesome. Thank you. All yes. right. I'm going to head home. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right. Get the lights. Yes. I need them.
All right, we're going to move on to agenda item number five, operational Ooh. overview with Latasha. All right, we are so busy. If you have not had an opportunity to pick up the January, February of 2024 program guide, it's kind of, it's got a little meat on it. It's a little heavy. <laughs> so um, please feel free to browse through it. I love that the material that we use now because people kind of hold on to it a little longer. We used to use more like a newspaper type material years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so things that are really important from a programming standpoint is January and February are jam-packed. Um, we, um, you may have heard that we're doing a fancy ball here at the beginning of February on February 3rd. It's a black history ball. Um, and that's happening in collaboration with a local nonprofit and our um, OMGers, our original mature groovers, which was originally the elders of color, I know lots of names um, but that is happening um, there's a mask making if you look on page five you'll find the information um, there as well as an African inspired mask making February's Black History Month um, there's a partnership with uh, UI Stanley um, art museum there's going to be a tour and then they'll have a little break and then they'll go over for a couple hours and work on some masks so it's only five dollars so we're really encouraging people to part participate in that and thankful for our, our continued partnership with the university um, and also something that's going to be really important is that the university has curated a art exhibition that will be opening the day of the ball here in this room so they'll have pieces from um, their collection that's been curated specifically for um, to kind of coincide with the theme of the ball, which is called From Africa to Black Iowans, kind of talking about the history of black history of black Iowans coming to um, the Iowa area. And we have a speaker who's done a lot of research on black Iowans. Um, um, Professor Howard will be coming as the keynote to talk about it, as well as we have some live music from some of the jazz professors at the University of Iowa and, and some of their colleagues. So the food is going to be fabulous. Kristen got an opportunity to taste a little bit, <laughs> but it was lots of options. They brought some, the caterers brought some food yesterday so that we can kind of taste, you know, to see. And I will tell you, they have gotten very creative. Um, African food has a lot of stews and things, so they have found some ways to do a cuisine that will have African cuisines all the way to more modern, uh, traditional African-American, but, you know, kind of foods that are going to be mobile where people can walk around. And so um, that's happening. So that's kind of big. <laughs> uh, we're also we're also going to use that as an opportunity to take some really fantastic pictures of the senior center all dressed up as a part of our marketing. So we have a marketing budget and I wanted to kind of do some before and afters so that we can put that out as maybe potentially for other events in town as a revenue because we, as much as we love doing free, 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 we still have to come in with some revenue. And so we want to let people know what the Senior Center could be for another event. So that's happening. Another thing that uh, I know my staff thought I was crazy at first and they kind of picked up on it. We're doing a Palentine's Day in February on the 13th, which is um, you know, our overall goal is to reduce social isolation in one way, and that's a national goal right, um, to, to reduce loneliness in the United States, especially since COVID. Um, and we're going to have the, uh, the Iowa City 
animal care and adoption center come and they're going to bring some puppies and some kittens. Um, and so it's Palantine because we know that one way to reduce isolation and social to increase social connections to have a pet. So we will have some in the building that day. So come and pet a puppy, pet a kitten or dog or however. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Some of the ideas that come in my head, I don't know. <laughs> um, but that is something that is that is happening. Uh, we we have a, a showing. We have a um, not a showing. We have a presentation to Iowa City Police Department to talk about life as a police officer and some other pieces happening. Lots of music programs, etc. I'm not going to go into all of them. But those are just some some highlights. Also, we do have the um, we are starting a Arabic speaking class right now. We have French and Spanish, but we will begin having Arabic classes as well. So that'll be available for uh, purchase to the to the um provider, <laughs> the teacher of that class. Um, and the matter of balance um, funds that we were able to get from um, Horizons, not Horizons, no, was it? No. Heritage. Heritage, Heritage which is our area aging um, uh, folks, and as well as we were able to get um, the other half of the cost of that class from Michelle, from friends of the Iowa City Senior Center, so that we can start offering those matter of balance classes that Sarah spoke about. Um, what it is, is on page 14 if you get a chance. It's balance and fall risk assessment. So I actually had Michelle do this for me, and you stand on this machine and it's connected to a computer and it will tell you what your risk level is of you falling. So you have to stand there with your eyes closed. You can't hold on. You got to, you know, and it kind of tells you what is your risk of falling. And it was really helpful. And which is funny because like, I think like a month or two later I fell. I was like, what? I was low risk. <laughs> so, but um, we do have uh, David, who's a physical therapist, will be able to explain that and give you some tips and different things to kind of help pre prevent that. Because we know fall prevention is huge, especially with older adults. And so we have that now being able, and the dates are in there. It's on Tuesday. So the dates are in there. You can make an appointment with him. I think everybody should do it. I did it. It was helpful for me. Um, but, you know, it's something that we offered. We spent money to purchase that machine in the only other place in town that has it is the University of Iowa. So um, we feel really proud to have that. So um, check those two, those two or three things out as well as all the other programming. The other operational thing that I think is going to be is really important is that we now have night hours. So starting this week, we extended our hours to 7, 7 p.m., Monday through Thursday. So now you can stay in the senior center till 7 p.m. We were able to, it was a long road. We know we've been requested over and over again for nights and weekends. Um, it was a long road to be able to hire uh, someone for that position and we still need to hire one more person um, and we'll we're working on that we we got a list <laughs> um, and starting next year hopefully after uh, Martin Luther King Day we'll be also increasing to weekend hours um, but right now because this is a new position and it's a new way that we're orienting to opening the building at this time um, we've had to do a lot of training thank you Kristen <laughs> a lot of late nights for Kristen to do some training so people will still be able to come in they can register for classes which is different than how we had the senior center set up before before it was a volunteer and student and they really weren't able to um, you know get into the system so it's been a lot of system 
some straining so people will be able to register for classes, register for membership, et cetera, with our new employees. So um, we're really excited that that's happening. So spread the word, let people know that we have heard them, but that we still work for the government and it moves a little bit slower than other situations. Um, but we are very thankful. And actually, the more we use those hours, the more we can prove that we should maintain those hours. So um, let people know that um, we do have that available to seven o'clock Monday through Thursday. And on the weekends, we'll have four hours each day on Saturday and Sunday for people to be able to come to the senior center to work out, to do puzzles, whatever it is. So that's all some of our operational pieces um, that we have. Like I said, we will be onboarding a new employee in the new year to also have, make sure that those hours are covered as well as we have some of our student employees who will be um, covering those hours. Um, and that's kind of our facility update. From a facility update, we will be breaking ground this spring on the exterior. It is a long process, um, and it'll just be on the exterior parts of the building. We won't be touching any windows or doors. That's the, the second part. Um, we'll have to bid that out. Um, we've been working on the temperature. We know that that's been a problem. I know you all have probably heard people say it's too hot or it's too cold. <laughs> and trust me, anybody who's been in this building for a while knows that the, the weather in here changes quite frequently. And we are working on that and know that that is a part of our interior um, design, our interior work that we'll do as part of our master plan. So we will be um, working on getting things up to date with the appropriate um uh, HVAC system. Um, the other thing is the light here on um, on our um, what's the thing called <laughs> projector. Um, we know that the light is low, so I know people have been saying that. We have some folks coming in uh, January. January who will be looking at it. We had purchased a new bulb, but it's not doing what we <laughs> wanted it to do. It's like. <laughs> So, but as all things, it, this is a tough time of the year to try to get people to come out and all that just because they're backed up or people are on vacation. So, but we, we do know that it's dim and we plan on adjusting it because we know people, you know, eyesight starts going, you know, after a while, I know it's happening for me. Um, so we want to make sure that we address that. And any other facility issues that you all hear about, please feel free to let me know, let Kristen know, let one of staff know, and also let people know that when they put in their comments in the in the comment boxes, I do read every last single one of them. Some of them I can't do anything about. You know, there's not going to be a pool on the roof. So those <laughs> comments are just things I laugh at and go, boy, these funny are these folks are funny. But like other things like temperature control and stuff, I'm aware of it. But you know, there's a process in place, and I'm trying to fix it as quickly as we can. We've purchased um, more air. Um, what's those things called? Purifiers? Air purifiers, yes, but heater. We have space heaters to try to help when rooms are cold, things like that. So we are trying our best to address those things. So we just want people to know it, to our commissioners that if you hear these things that we are aware of them, we're trying to address them. So um, that's all I had on the programming and the facility update. But if people have questions, please feel free. I saw a sign on the uh, parking garage saying that the oh. they're going to work on that um, the side with the um, 
elevator in it. So maybe just be aware that if yes. you have mobility issues and you're coming here and you're expecting to park in the parking garage or something need to get around, just know that that yeah. might not be operable. Yeah. Randomly. That is, that's why it's been up. <laughs> and I don't know how long that's going to last, but it's going to be eight weeks. Eight weeks. Uh, eight weeks. But, yes. But the elevator, I mean, it's going to be open. Yeah. For, I mean, it's yeah. Not be the sign said it'd be open as much as they possibly could, but there yeah. would be it, little it, notice if it had yeah. closed. We try to let, especially stuff like that, we try to let people know as far in advance yeah. as possible. Just um, want to tell you that the expansion is going to be very welcome oh. for many people and i know they look forward to it oh the nights yeah yeah we we it is it definitely has not been a no we don't want to do that it's been a yes we do but how do we figure it out thing and so i look forward to having people come in because we do have to do a count um of how many people are utilizing the building so that it matches up with the investment so tell folks come on over you know um and you know on weekends it's a little trickier for us because we don't have the same coverage with our custodians so people come on the weekends just don't don't do nothing too crazy you know then we'll be <laughs> all right <laughs> um but during the week we do have that custodial um support but um we definitely want we want to do what it is that our members and public that are older adults want us to do since we know that sometimes it's a process and it's not like one place where I can necessarily go out and be like, I heard you about them nights and week. You know, sometimes I try to say it at different things, but it, it, you never. sometimes it gets lost in translation or you know, it doesn't quite come across. So the secret's out. The doors are open, but they will lock at seven o'clock, though. I just want y'all to know <laughs> all the doors will lock <laughs> at seven. But we are here to seven now. What are the weekend hours? What four hours? Um, count? the weekend hours will be, I believe, it's nine to nine, nine, nine one on Saturdays, and it's noon to four. Mm, okay. So yeah, so it gives people a little opportunity to come in during the day, you know, um, and you know we have to watch out for snow and stuff. So if mm -hmm. it's some weather, have people make sure they're checking, make sure we're open just in case. I mean, we'll try our best to be open like the other facilities, but if it's too dangerous or something, then we do try to avoid that. We don't want anybody to fall. So, but for the most part, that's the hours, four hours each day. We'll have staff here sitting at the front desk and we'll have another staff kind of walking through the building, seeing if people need help. So awesome. Come through some choirs on Sunday, but that's about it. Any other comments or questions before we move on? Okay. So thank you, Latasha. Sure. Um, next is our agenda item, the commission. Um, Senior Center Master Plan Discussion. Latasha gave her presentation. I don't know if there's much to discuss about that process at this point, but the exterior is getting worked on. Uh, so another item that we had discussed last time that we wanted to touch base on, I guess, is the city-owned lot across the street. I know there was conversations about reaching out and finding out what the, their plans are. And I think there was an email with information about that. So if you want to update us what you said. Uh, yeah, I uh, talked to Mayor Teague mm -hmm. and uh, he said that eventually uh, that would be, uh, they wanted to, to be used by the community. Mm, okay. 
Soldier, not on a salt to an apartment. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, that's good news. Um, and I guess we will just keep our keep a watch and kind of periodically check in, see how, see what they've decided. I know you said something about um, community feedback at some point about what to do, but there's no plans at this moment. So we will check back with them. Um, so the next item is Johnson County Board of Supervisors presentation. And Latasha and I met to discuss that a little bit before this meeting. We're we are trying to find out whether or not we need to be at a Board of Supervisors actual work session meeting, or whether we can just um, write a report. Um, which is kind of outlined in the uh, service agreement, the funding agreement. So we will let you know. As of this point, we have pinpointed the January 10th meeting as maybe an opportunity for us to go present to the Board of Supervisors. So if we end up doing that, I will let you know as soon as possible so you can be there. I expressed an interest in helping in any way I can. Oh, good. Okay. Yes, mm -hmm. we will bring you into the fold as far as this report and what we need to do about it, um, for sure. The good thing is is that the report is created out of our mission statement. So we've done a really good job, even in our program guide, of saying these are the programs we're doing for wellness. This is what we. So it's going to be pretty easy for us to pull the numbers on. This is how many classes we've offered under this. And we always have surveys, so some of it is going to just be compiling data. And then the other part of it is um, not necessarily um, senior center, but they just want to know about local trends and aging or um, any needs analysis that we may have done. So that'll be an opportunity to really kind of pull out some of our survey work we've done here in the last year or so and really kind of speak to some of those uh, specific things that have been brought up. So, but yes, feel free. We, you know, it's always, you know, we can coordinate it. You can have your own slide to whatever. We just got to figure out if they want us to actually write it or if they want us to actually come and present. That's the one thing that's a little tricky in the service agreement we're not clear on. Because the, fu the funding has recently changed from yes. a block grant to a service agreement. So with the block grant, we had to do the presentation. Service agreement. Yeah, it's kind of written <laughs> in a way that it kind of comes yeah. across like a like. It doesn't say presentation. I yeah. think it says like it says report. Report. Yeah, it's yeah. Like so, I'm like, okay, do I need to just type this up and send it, or? But if it's some speaking, I'm gonna call you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, hey, we need you to come over here. But if it's just a report, then I'll compile it and I'll make sure I share it with everybody, and then we'll get it sent over there so we can continue that because it's it definitely is a lot easier than having to apply for a grant every single year if we know that we're in a service agreement. We know that money's coming. We can kind of depend on it applying for a grant mm -hmm. you know you don't know you might get it you might not <laughs> you know so and we don't want to be in situations of some other organizations but so we're thankful to be in that service agreement yes thank you Latasha um the next item is the most important item on the entire agenda it is the executive committee nominations and voting so I'm gonna get my little script out and passing out ballots. Everybody's got a pen or some other writing utensil. 
No. Does anybody need a I'm pen? Oh, you got it. Yep. Okay. I will explain. I will go through. Nancy, your part's coming up. Hold on. Okay. The next business is the nomination election of officers to the executive committee for 2024 as described in the commission bylaws emailed to you. Officer terms run one calendar year. The nominating committee is comprised of persons whose terms expire in December, which is Nancy and Susan. As always, nominations will also be accepted from any other commission member as we get to them. I will let you know when that is. <laughs> First, I'll pass out ballots, which I just did. For each office, there is one space on your ballot for the nominating committee nomination and three spaces for nominees from the floor, which would be you two. For all candidates, please write the name on a line under the office for which the person was nominated. Members must push, put an X or other indicative mark in the box by the name of the candidate they want for a particular office. Are there any questions concerning how to mark your ballot? Okay, second are nominations. For each office, I will take a nomination from the nominating committee first and then from the floor. After nominations, we will vote. So I'm gonna run through the chairperson first. The duties of the chairperson shall, when present, preside at all meetings, call special meetings, appoint special committees, and in general, perform all duties in incident to those of a presiding officer. Are there any nominations from the, for a chairperson from the executive committee. So, um, Jay okay. um, said that he would be the chairperson. Is it Jay Hillcrest? Is that no? Gilchrist. 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 Yeah. So Jay Gilchrist was volunteered and was willing to do the chairperson for the next year. Awesome. So everybody, write Jay Gilchrist in nominee from the nominating committee under chairperson. And that top line and you can botch his last name and he will still get acknowledged <laughs> even if you just put Jay <laughs> we will know who you're talking about after you're done with that I will take a nominee from the floor if you have one if you do not want to nominate someone for chairperson and it's just Jay on our ballot that's okay too can people nominate themselves people can nominate themselves yes all right, I am hearing none, no additional person, so I'm gonna close the nominations for chairperson. Now we'll move on to the vice chair. Uh, the vice chairperson shall perform all functions of the chairperson in the event the chairperson is absent. That is your rule, that's it. Are there any nominations for vice chairperson from the nominating committee? Uh, Lee. Okay. Lee is the nomination, so Lee McKnight. Just write that in that top line for vice chair. And we have it right here, so you're not allowed to misspell it. <laughs> All right. Um, are there any other additional nominations for vice chairperson from the floor? Hearing none, nominations are closed for vice chairperson. Next, we're moving on to secretary. The secretary shall review the draft minutes of all commission meetings prior to distribution and ensure that they are distributed. Are there, is there a nomination for secretary from the nominating committee? 
Angela. <laughs> All right, we have one nomination for me. Now we are well versed in how to do this. So. <laughs> we all know where to put my name. Um, are there any additional nominations for secretary? <laughs> oh, hearing none. Nominations are closed for secretary. We have a very difficult decision to make, you, you guys. <laughs> Please take a moment to vote. We gotta do it. We gotta do it by the rule book. So we're doing it right. Uh, Kristen will collect the ballots now. Has everyone voted who wishes to vote? I want to make sure everybody gets their opportunity to vote. Your secret ballot. The polls are closed. Kristen, we'll just let you announce the winners. Um, when, we'll give you a couple seconds. That's enough time. All right, it's a landslide on all accounts. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so we will let Jay know about his new duties, and I will get to hand over the torch. I'm so excited. Thank you, you two, for identifying someone else to do this. It's been three, four years since 20, January 2020 that I've been chair. I've been ready to be done. Thank you. All right. And I will hand over this script, this fancy script, and the, the yeah, template for the, to Jay and y'all, and you can do it. Okay. The next item, oh, and I know we have someone who wants to talk about this. So, Commissioner's Report of Community Correspondence. So, again, this is where we can bring items to the table to for us to think about. We can announce things. We cannot have an actual discussion about anything. If it's not outlined on the agenda, the public needs to know about what we're discussing before we discuss it so they can be here if they want to be. So, you can bring up things and go ahead. Okay. After last month's meeting, Sarah Gardner of the Climate Action Committee or Commission reported uh, several opportunities. Uh, Jay asked about community solar, mm -hmm. and he was told there's no plans for it right now. So to follow that up, I wrote a letter to the Iowa, um, Iowa Board of Utilities, Iowa Utilities Board, asking them to consider that and put it on a future agenda. Uh, Sarah also passed out a sheet that had items on it that, that we could look into as far as, as rebates and, and other actions. One was a um, home energy audit. So I, I called, made an appointment for that. A couple people came from a uh, AmeriCorps, they put a, a, a block over the door, over the front door, put a, a fan in front of it, and they turned the fan on and they read different, different things from the, from the telemeter that they had. They said that uh, everything looked pretty good except they wanted to come back, or they recommended they come back and put, put uh, foam blocks behind all of the 
all of the uh, switch boxes and, mm -hmm. and plates. So they're going to come back on January 4th to do that. I did have a conversation with one of our members, and she asked that uh, we have more computers available for the public. Right now, I think there's just the one in the lobby, yeah. and it's used quite heavily. Mm -hmm. So that's the end of my discussion. Awesome. Are there any um, additional announcements people would like to make? Or if you would like to see either one of these items, like the community solar idea, if you wanted to actually discuss it as a group next meeting, um, or, and we can share that um, pa one pager with all the rebates and all of the things to the group too, so you have that. Um, but we can just do that in an email. All right. Well, thank you, Susan, for being on this group and filling a term that had been unexpired or, yeah, so. And so do I need to let the city council know or anything like that? Or you guys just huh. let them know that you have another member to, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it just kind of automatically rolls off. Okay. Awesome. You're welcome, thank you. Yeah. Me. And are you not done also? I'm done, but I'm replied. Yeah. So I've been reappointed. Yes. Which is awesome. So if you know anyone. Yeah. Oh, we have a space. Have a space. Yes. All right. Um, any future agenda items that you would like to propose? All right. I don't hear any. So I'm going to go ahead and adjourn this meeting. And I, yeah, 442. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>